This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is the program called Your Time to Shine, and it's our pleasure, as always, to have in the hot seat in the studio, Celine Harlow, who is the host of Your Time to Shine. How are you going, Celine? I'm very well. How are you? I'm pretty good. You had a, you had a great week? I had. It's been pretty busy. That's what I yeah. like to hear. Busy at work or just busy with life in general? Everything is busy at the moment, and I'm looking forward to winter, you know, and settling in that... Chilling out. Chilling out rhythm, yeah. Get the fire going. Cuddling with a kitten. Yeah, what, what's, your, what's your preference? Which season do you prefer? I love all seasons because they all have something different to bring, you know? Like spring is very vibrant and yeah. lively and summer is fun and you're outside all the time and you have heaps of sunshine and you get sunburn and it's great. And autumn, you know, you start to settle down and to slow down, you know, enjoy more time at home, watching movies, cuddling with the kitten. Sounds perfect, doesn't yeah. it? Some popcorn. Yeah. Sausage rolls and mini pies, you know? <laughs> I'm vegetarian, so no, <laughs> no sausage really? rolls for me. Oh, no. What made you become a vegetarian? <laughs> oh, it's a long story. Do you want a long version? We have, no, let's have the short version because we've got loads of stuff to talk about. Let's <laughs> have do, the short yeah. version. <laughs> All right, the short version is that I started to um, join the yoga club at my university in, mm. in Australia four years ago now. And uh, when I started to practice yoga regularly, it changed my body. Mm. And so I found that I was less able to um, eat heavy things because it would take me a long time to digest and I wanted to, you know, be more fit and practice more yoga. Mm -hmm. And this practice really changed the way my body responds to food. That's the short answer. That's the short answer. (laughs) Do you ever get the craving for a meat pie or a nice bit of roast beef? Goodness, yes. I had a craving two weeks ago and and there was heaps of meat in the freezer where we were, Mm -hmm. um, in the house we were looking after and I wanted to eat it. You should have. (sighs) Big fat hamburger. Mm. But then I realized that, you know, that piece of meat used to be a living being. Yes. And I can't <clears> bring myself to put that in my mouth. I could put it to you, of course, that, uh, and you may well argue the point with me, is that when you go into your vegetable garden and you cut a, cut a cabbage from the garden, <laughs> that that cabbage is, in fact, screaming. It is, yeah. <laughs> and so what, what's the difference? Um, the difference is, well, we all need to eat. Um, do vegetables have a soul? That's the question I'm asking you. I'm, I'm sure that vegetables have a conscience. Yes. Is it in their purpose to be eaten? Is it the same for animals? You know, I grew up with my mom telling me stories of her growing up in a farm Mm -hmm. and she would hide in her bedroom under the bed whenever the pig, you know, would get killed for, you know, that spring festival that they had in the village. And that terrorized me you know if the pig is conscious of you know oh my god i'm gonna get killed and i really don't want this to happen yeah. and i really want to continue eating your scrub food and i, I want to continue it, enjoying my life as a piglet you know is it the same for a cauliflower exactly yeah that cabbage is saying what well, that cauliflower is saying oh that rain is lovely that sun is beautiful mm. oh, oh here comes Celine with that great big knife oh, so no. your theory is that we can eat a cauliflower just before it starts to rot and it's the same for a pig just before it starts no, to die. I'm just offering a, a point that uh, people become vegan and they think they're doing the right thing, but it could well be that, yes, a cabbage has a soul. 
And it is screaming when you cut its head off. All right. So what shall we eat then? Just air? Does air have a conscience? That that, that pig sounds pretty good. (laughs) I'd actually quite like a bacon sandwich right now. Oh, my goodness. I'll have a cup of tea. Now, today we're going to talk about meditation, and uh, before we came to where we'll be talking about painting, because we're doing some painting in the studio here, and I've been doing it, I'm, I'm a jack of all trades. <laughs> I've done a lot of painting in my life, and my relatively long life, and I find it the most boring thing that you could do. They say it's like watching paint dry, and that's exactly what it, I find it mind-destroying, but you were saying that you love it. I can't believe you think that painting is boring. Oh. I love it. Why do you love it? Well... There's something about that repetitive movement that allows you to create space in your mind, mm. you know? And it's fun. You can listen to heavy, you know, to loud music and you can dance and you can, you know, express all your rage while painting the damn wall, you know? It's fun. Is it really? I find that it actually gives you too much time to think and maybe that's the problem. I've got too many things in my head. Oh, okay. And I start thinking, yeah, should I have done that or what have I got to do here? But, you know, I'm, I'm a guy who likes to do stuff, not stand there and up and down, roll or wait till it dries, clean the brushes. It almost is a form of meditation. I was talking to a guy yesterday and he was saying he loves it because he can find his inner self. That's a beautiful you, way to say it. Yes. Paint and you'll find your inner self. And that's what we're <laughs> going to talk about today. We're going to talk about meditation because meditation is about finding your inner self, isn't it? I don't think so. I was doing some research myself yesterday mm-hmm. um, to find, you know, other points of views than, you know, just my own practice. Yeah. And I found a fantastic um, definition, which mm. I will read out to you now. So meditation is a state of profound peace that occurs when the mind is calm yet completely alert. What and do you think about that? I thought that was quite good. And my um, definition of meditation, obviously <laughs> me. we were on different <laughs> sites, obviously. It says meditation is not thinking. It's the vehicle that connects us both with our true self and with that which is beyond ourself. So meditation is the thing that nourishes our spirit. It's the fuel for our spiritual growth and the key for our ascent. Is that what you said as well? No, not at all. It's Completely well, there you go, opposite point of view. So okay. it's interesting. That is interesting because um, it's a bit like eating the pig, eating the cabbage or the cauliflower. <laughs> We're at polar ends of meditation. So am I right or are you right? We're both right. It depends what you want to achieve out of meditation. You know, it seems when you... When, you know, someone is on a spiritual journey and they want to start meditation because everybody else is doing it, well, it seems really hard to, you know, be sitting still for 20 minutes, you know, like, and doing nothing. Don't think about anything. Yeah. what you a know. waste of your yeah. life. Come your mind. Ah, oh, ah, oh. you know, it seems really hard. But it depends what you want to achieve. You know, when I started my meditation practice, I wanted to calm down my mind. I found that I was really stressed and I wanted to slow down the storm, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you're saying, well, I want to find my inner self or, well, yeah. Well, you're not meditating at the no, moment, are you, Ken? <laughs> Why do some people need to do that? I mean, uh, I've never been one for an alternative type of lifestyle, mm. and it would be fair to suggest that you are. Um, but why would I need to meditate? I mean, you know, I get up in the morning, I'm ready to go. I, mm. I'm, I'm like a light switch. When I wake up in the morning, I get out of bed, I'm ready to face the day, get down the stairs, that's at 5 o'clock, I'm at work just after 6, my day's, my day's started, I'm into it. I don't need to get up and say, okay, now what I'm going to do for the next 20 minutes, I'm going to go and sit in the corner, not necessarily with my legs crossed, uh, you know, in a position <laughs> going, oh, <laughs> why don't I need to do that? And you do. 
Okay. Well, I can only speak from my experience. And, you know, like I said earlier, I wanted to create space in my life. And I, you know, I was a very busy student at mm-hmm. that time. Well, that was four years ago now. And I was really busy and like there was always something going on. And I needed to, you know, prepare for an exam and write that essay and meet up with my friend and do the food shopping and all that. And there was just so much going on, so much I needed to think about. And when I started to meditate with my yoga club, I realized, oh my goodness, I don't need to think about anything and it feels good. And so I started to meditate for, I actually meditated for an hour at that time, you know, every morning between seven and eight, I would meditate and do a little bit of yoga. And then I started that, I started to realize that my day was changing. The way I was responding to situations was changing. I wasn't reacting anymore. I was just being. And if I happened to just skip the meditation because I was too busy or I was too tired or blah, 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 whatever excuse I was making for myself, I realized that I was just getting annoyed the whole day at myself and at others. And that frustrated me. I didn't want to be someone who was constantly angry at, you know, a line of students who were walking too slowly because I needed to get to the library or to my class or whatever, you know. You know, and I, I, it's about the way you live. It's about the the way you do your daily activities and how in what kind of state of mind you're doing those activities i suppose you're going out of your way to be slightly more chilled out by meditating and becoming at peace with yourself so if you're standing in a queue for instance which is you know 300 people in front of you and you've meditated that morning you probably feel better about it whereas like i say I don't find the need to do that sort of stuff. But if I'm in a queue with 300 people, I don't get angry. I just go, well, there's 300 people ahead of me. In a minute, there's going to be 299. And then there's going to be 298. So I sort of just take that. I just go with the flow. I mean, and I wouldn't call it meditating. But. Mm. Well, you know, uh, when we think of meditation, you know, uh, we think, you know, sitting still for 20 minutes to 40 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm... You know, when I see clients in my practice and they all want to take a meditation practice because it's the thing to do, well, I suggest to expand your definition of meditation. You know, you can meditate by walking barefoot on the grass, by painting the wall, by, you know, singing a great song or by cooking. You know, you can, it's about really being present in the present moment, you know, rather than going back to the past or going to the future and thinking about what might happen and what happened and what you could have done differently. It's about being present. So what you're saying is meditation isn't sitting in one spot trying to think of nothing for an hour. Meditation can be all of those things you just mentioned. Yes. You can start by walking barefoot in the grass and find peace. You know, you can just, you know, go to the beach, look at the waves and listen to the waves. And, you know, when you come back to your car after 20 minutes, you're feeling calm. That's a form of meditation. And, you know, um, Christians also call their Bible reading meditation. You know, so it can be different things but it's all towards one goal you know to be more calm to be more present Although to the, find your inner self the bible is a very violent book when you really get into it, I know. it? how could that be uh meditating <laughs> let's just talk it's about one of the most violent books actually out <laughs> i know and i can't believe it's sometimes recommended to children you know i remember reading as a young adult this story of um you know um um a Christian who um, disemboweled a king because it was the thing to do. You know, mm. it was what God, God had told him. I was like, wow, you know, yeah. well, this is available to me. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> you know, God flooded the world and only saved eight people, including Noah. And mm. So literally, was God the biggest mass murderer of all time? Would you want to think about that while you're meditating? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so well, let's talk about meditating from um, 
the perspective that most people think that meditating is what I'm suggesting to you, that you, you get out of bed or you get home tonight and you say, okay, I'm just going to go into my quiet space. You don't necessarily have to sit on the floor. Of course, you can sit in your comfortable chair and mm. you, you can just relax. That's what most people think meditating is. Where, where does that idea come from? From traditional yogic practice, practice practices, sorry, I think. So is yoga and meditation intertwined? Are they the one and the same or are they two different things? Um, the way I have learned meditation, yes. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, you know, people have meditated for thousands of years, I imagine. Mm. Okay, so tell us how you meditate. All right. Oh, well, I'll that. tell you how I meditated this morning. Yes. I found this fantastic phone, um, app on my phone, which is called um, Inside Timer. Mm -hmm. And I found that um, they have both meditations in French and in English. So today I did, I did a meditation in French. It was fantastic. And it was about... What was it about? Oh, yes, I remember. It was about focusing on every parts of your body. Mm -hmm. So we started by focusing on, uh, you know, your feet and your leg and feeling, you know, your leg and your feet relaxing and then thanking your leg and your feet for supporting you, for, you know, allowing you to go places. Yes. And it went on and on and on, like, you know, your hips, your digestive system, your heart, you know, your neck, your spine, your head, blah, blah, blah. And it was fantastic. And I, I didn't think I would get much of that meditation, but I felt incredible at the end of the meditation. So... My goal was achieved. I feel calm today. You do. On an average, how long, how often would you, how long would you meditate on a daily basis? Um, from 12 to 30 minutes. It depends how I feel in the morning and how much, um, of a storm, you know, how big the storm is in my mm -hmm. mind at the moment. So let's, let's say, let's go with 30 minutes. That's, uh, seven days a week. What's that? That's a lot of time that you could be doing other stuff, isn't well, it? Why do you think of it as a loss of time? I don't think it's a loss of time. I'm just saying that um, you could be out having fun. You could be playing tennis, going on a bike ride, going camping. I know you love camping. You could be riding <laughs> horses. Why would you not want to do that sort of stuff? Instead I of do all of, the, all of those things as well. I know you do them as well, but you could be doing other stuff. You could be expanding your horizons. You could... Because I have found it to work for me, I used to be very angry and very shy at the same time. And I found that when I was meditating regularly, as in every day, um, you know, I somehow found what triggered me and I was more calm. So instead of, you know, yelling, instead of um, yelling at your husband, yelling at my husband, I would yeah. oh, breathe, <laughs> maybe go to another room for a few minutes and then talk, you know, go back to the same room and talk to him. And that is a good point that you raised because... In your life, you can do too much. I mean, we just mentioned a whole bunch of things that you do. And uh, while most of them seem to be quite enjoyable, you can be doing too much in your life, can't you? And you do need to take a step back and say, I'm almost on your side of this one. Can you believe it? Yeah. Oh, I know. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> <happening> <laughs> Let's record this. <laughs> well, you know, it's really about creating space. And um, meditation really helps me to understand how my mind works and, you know, what triggers me, what frustrates me. Um, you know, what can I do better? So in regards to self-love, because, you know, this is your That's time right. to shine, Reiki and self-love. In regards to self-love, you know, when you don't love yourself, you know, it's it's like you are caught in a storm of negative thoughts and like self-distrust and all those things. And it's just like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm not good enough. I, I should be thinner. I should, you know, go to the gym. I should be smarter. I should be richer, blah, blah, blah. And so meditation helps you to Analyze those thoughts. Why do you think that? You know, how did it start? Why is it so important to you right now? Can you change it? 
And it allows you to get rid of those thoughts one by one. But I might suggest to you that even as a practitioner of Reiki and a teacher of Reiki, I might add, um, you have those thoughts as well. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Why do you have them? I guess it's the nature of the mind to think. You know, it's the mind's purpose to think and keep us safe. But you have, you know, you can control what your mind does and you can say well oh, la, la, oh that was very french to me there are so many thoughts in my head right now and i want to say goodbye to this one so one of the techniques that i used um a few years ago was to and identify one thought give it a name and say thank you and goodbye and so one by one i would get rid of all those disturbing thoughts and i would have space to write my essay or you know go for a walk with the dog mm-hmm. you know and i would become and therefore more efficient what do you think's wrong with people like me who I just can't sit around? <laughs> if I if I'm sitting around doing nothing, I probably I wouldn't say I get agitated, but mm. I I get up and do something. There's just no way I would think. Mm, okay, well I might just sit here for twenty minutes and just chill out and try and get rid of all the thoughts in my head. I think, yeah, okay, well, what could I be doing? Let's go and do something. What's wrong with me? Why why can't I let go of it like you do? Well, I think we are taught to be more productive all the time you know we need to do more we need to be more we need to have more energy to do more things all the time and um you know we're definitely constantly stimulated by the phone you know and more emails you know blah 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 blah. there's so much to do and there's nothing wrong with you if you're happy with your life the way it is now then fine you know i found that this kind of life wasn't working for me and i decided to change and meditation was the way i decided Mm -hmm. to change my life was well you know what i mean yeah absolutely my philosophy in life is that uh, you're dead for a long time. Fit in as much as you can. So yeah, when I go to bed, I try not to go to bed before 11 o'clock. Oh, and I, yeah. And I get up at 5 o'clock because yeah, you've got to have some sleep, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, I think, okay, well, what can I fit in today? Because, yeah, when I'm dead, I'm going to be a whole bunch of dust, probably. Hmm. Why wouldn't I live, the, the, get the most out of what I'm doing rather than sitting around for hours, um, not wasting my time meditating? But you know what I mean? Well, I think um, you need to understand that for me, meditation is fun and it brings me a lot of joy because it creates more space in my mind. And there was something else I wanted to say and I forgot now. Well, let's pause for a second. What did I want to say? What kind of people are meditating? Is it alternative people like yourself or are you finding that more and more people, for instance, like me who are busy in our lives and like to be busy, are we thinking, hang on, it's got to be more love than being busy all the time. Let's go and see Celine and let's find out what this meditation stuff is all about. But is it more alternative people that get into that sort of stuff or is it a bit of mainstream sneaking Mm. in there as well? (laughs) Well, you know, I guess when you start to be on a spiritual journey or you start going to yoga class, you know, you kind of have to learn that that vocabulary Mm -hmm. of, you know, what other people are already practicing. And so you try to fit in that new box. And so you start meditating because that's what everybody else does and you want to fit in the conversation, right? Sure. But, um, well, meditation is, you know, a lot of research is conducted, is conducted, is conducted on, on meditation at the moment. And, you know, um, people are, um, well, Conventional medicine mm-hmm. is finding that, you know, if you reduce your stress, yes. then you're less likely to be ill, right? Right. Because um, there's a strong connection between the body and the mind. And meditation is a way for you to calm your mind and therefore be more healthy. Do you find that people who uh, come to see you, that you get onto 
meditation. I mean, unlike yourself, I mean, you, you know, you you live and breathe what you do uh, with your Reiki and your meditation and your other uh, modalities. And I would suggest if I spoke to you in five years' time, you probably will still be doing these things. <laughs> but do you find that people visit visit the, the practice and think, mm, not my cup of tea, try that, let's move on to the next thing? Yeah, I've had that a few times and it's completely fine. You know, there are so many different ways to live your life. And mm-hmm. I keep trying to convince you to get a Reiki session with me, but you won't. <laughs> and that's fine. I'm too busy. <laughs> You're too busy. But I'm wondering... Where's the resistance coming from? Resistance coming from when you're sitting down. You know what's stopping you from? Are you able to watch a movie from beginning oh, to look, end? Yeah, I can absolutely watch a movie from beginning to end. But if the if the movie wasn't on, um, or I wasn't sitting at my desk writing because I belong to a theatre and I'm often quite busy there, or editing photos because I take photos as well, there was I just couldn't sit there and do nothing. And even when I read a book. Unless it's a fantastic book, I could probably do mm, 10 pages. I think I'm going to go and do something else now. I'm going to come back to this book, which I might come back to in a week's time. But, yeah, I just couldn't sit down and do nothing. Well, if your body is supporting you, you know, when you're doing those things, then that's fine. I find that I get too tired if I do too many things, and so I need to rest. Sure. And so meditation is one way for me to regain more energy. How long should we meditate for? Depends on you. Yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a fun saying. Um... If you have time, meditate for 30 minutes. If you're stressed, meditate for meditate for 60 minutes. Wow, that's a long time. Isn't I know. It? I keep thinking of my brother, you know, he's um he works in finance in London, and if I told him that kind of thing, well, you know. He'd just laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> and what do you do you open one eye every now and then to keep your check on the clock or? No, I have a timer. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, meditating can be, as you said a bit earlier, it can be uh, you're, you're averaging between 12 and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it could be five minutes, couldn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. But what do you want to achieve out of meditation? You know, Do you want to find your inner self or do you want um, to slow down your train of thoughts? Why do you think we don't want to find our inner selves? It can be scary. I yeah. used to think that, you know, um, Christianity t- teaches us that we are sinners, right? Mm-hmm. And that only God, Jesus, can save us. And so if we're told that at the core of our being, there's only darkness, there's just sin, there's just guilt, there's just blah, you know, then obviously nobody wants to find their inner selves because it's scary, right? Nobody wants to know that. And while meditation helps you to reevaluate that statement. And if that is the case, in fact, that um, we're going to have eternal darkness, better to pursue my perspective on life <laughs> fit as much as you can in it every single day <laughs> wouldn't you think yes sure <laughs> <laughs> is meditating we've just only got a couple of minutes uh, to go is is getting it to the swing of meditation easy or do you um, have to learn it it's good to practice in a group because otherwise you know when you type meditation on google you can you can find so many guided meditation and there's just so many styles and everybody says my you know technique is the best one and you should yep. practice with me and blah 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 and so practicing in a group is the best uh, way i have found to get into the flow and once you start to observe the benefits in your life then you can start practicing at home do you have reiki uh, uh meditation classes i know you have reiki classes do you have meditation classes as well no why not but i'm thinking about it yeah, i would have i'm thinking about you. it now yeah <laughs> I mean, it's just another modality, isn't it, from from your point of view? Absolutely, yeah. Well, I think I prefer to work with people one-on-one because I have more um, impact. You know, the sessions are more um, efficient for the client. Mm-hmm. 
just about there. Uh, just remind our listeners, we want to come and see you about some Reiki or self-love. Where are you? <laughs> I am everywhere. The easiest <laughs> way to get in touch with me is through my website, mm-hmm. so www.mydawninglight.com. Or you can give me a call on 022-674-7836. And how long would a session last for? Um, 60 to 90 minutes, depending on what you want. Mm-hmm. And you do more than Reiki? What else do you do? I do a lot of things. Well, I'll do theta healing, yes, which you I'm do really that. passionate we about. about that. Yes. <laughs> so I do Reiki, which is energy healing. I do meditation. I do breath work. Yep. All oriented around self-love and self-care. And we need Isn't to love beautiful? ourselves more than anyone else, don't we? <laughs> That's another story all of its own. You've been listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Your Time to Shine. It's been our pleasure, as always, to have you in the studio, Celine. Now you look after yourself, and we'll you talk to you at the same time, same place <laughs> next time. Bye. <laughs>